welcome back to the premiere Ruby podcast, Newbie. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Curly. Hello. Curly is joined by M. Hello, I'm back, finally. And M is joined by Autumn. That's me. I'm Autumn. Autumn is joined by Nora. That's you. That's me. (laughs) Hi, Nora. Hi. How are you? Oh, wait, I can't ask that in this second. No, yeah, that's that's later. You don't have any questions yet. There have not been a lot of questions. (laughs) We watched episode 10, Ultimatum. Uh, Are we ready for me to just jump in? Yeah. Nobody... I I don't have anything. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Is that like a like in any other business segment of this podcast? Like, what does that I, mean? Well, like, well, we, like, don't what, do, what, we don't what, do a like. Does anybody have some rooster teeth news segment? Like, I think we just go, don't we? I don't know. Oscar uses Ozpin's cane to destroy Monstra, Hazel, and Salem. Ironwood plans to deal with Ruby and Penny before Salem resurrects, but it is enraged to learn Winter let Yang's team go. Crow and Robin escape prison while Jacques is recaptured. As Watts berates Cinder's failures and recklessness, Neo messages them to help kill Ruby in exchange for the lamp. Ruby and Yang's teams reunite, reluctantly letting Emerald stay with them while Ironwood broadcasts an ultimatum for Penny. Return to the vault in one hour or he will bomb Mantle. So, there's a lot here. I just want to very briefly touch on, it's very fucked up to me that Neo sends a text message in this episode. I know that is within the purview of things Neo can do. She has done. She did it to it's Roman. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I hate it. She no, sent I, him I, think it's, I think it's good. It's good. <laughs> she sent him a picture of Ruby on the roof of the, on the airship and said, guess who? I know. I know. I just hate it. I don't know why. I just hate it. <laughs> she uses a winking smiley emoji. Emoji <laughs> Not an emoji, an emoticon. She's like, let's kill Ruby and also hook up afterward. <laughs> kill Ruby and you'll earn the right to hook up with me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, five is a tennis speaking. <laughs> so, what do we think about this episode, gang? Uh, I... I... Oh, go ahead. You go. Okay, I'll go. Uh... It opening on like a Call of Duty troops respecting montage in the wake of a fake nuclear bomb going off yeah. is so much to me. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I foolishly clicked your uh, spoiler tag before watching the episode. I was like, huh, I wonder what they mean by that. And then I watched it and immediately I was like, oh, wow, that is exactly what we're doing. <laughs> I thought so, you were talking about on Ironwood's broadcast, he looks like he's standing on a Call of Duty menu screen. That, that, that does happen after <laughs> the fact. Everything about Ironwood yeah. and the troops... Uh, is just turned into Call of Duty. Um, I think Ironwood's whole deal this episode is like, makes him so less interesting. I hope they kill him in three episodes and we can never think about him again. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely, I feel like that's absolutely where we're going with this. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I feel like the whole this... thing, the whole thing will unravel around him. He will like, you know, die in a fist fight with Crow or something. Maybe Crow will also die I... as we've been, <laughs> we've, we've taken great pains to say at every stage Crow of this Ironwood show. Crow and dying together would make the show a lot better <laughs> i think that salem will come back and just kill him while he's fighting the heroes and salem will just show up and she'll just get rid of him yeah and like nobody has to feel bad about killing the main character like the big important character mm-hmm. yeah i think on on balance i really like this episode there were some some bits i liked a lot and some bits i maybe didn't like so much but overall i think i like this episode a lot i, I... 
very audibly like shouted at the screen a few times this episode and so even like the moments that i was like side-eyeing in this episode like it got big reactions out of me which is really all i actually want from ruby you and we are like we're building up to the climax of the season now right this is a 10 so we're getting there you are somehow still outraged and surprised i just okay I'll never stop being outraged and surprised. That's just look. That I I I know. I came I came into this knowing they were going to do this again, and then they did it, and I was still upset. That's how you know I'm invested in this the, show. The thing that got me outraged and surprised to jump way ahead to like something toward like the back half of the episode is Ironwood saying. I feel so silly for not thinking of it sooner. We should have just lev- we should have simply leveraged the lives of her friends against her. <laughs> I was talking about the nut kiss. Yeah, that's oh, what I was talking about. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was I screamed you bitch at my <laughs> at the laptop. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking oh. about. So when Blake, no, Yang walks up to Blake and puts her hand on her cheek. Yeah, and they that's, that's, do yeah. a. They're about to kiss. Oh and yes, fair enough. I had seen art of. <laughs> I had seen art of Blake and Yang kissing this week, and it was tagged Ruby Eight spoilers. So I was like, Oh, oh they congratulations! Did it. You played yourself, yeah. my friend. See, th- you talking vaguely about this made me think that there would be Lyran and John shipping. <laughs> Why would you think that? He because feels no fear. Really he's just he just knows we'll it. get through this. I I just thought based on fan art I had seen, I thought that like they had actually finally kissed and that, so we wouldn't have been able to I, avoid spoilers I'm, I'm sorry. That yeah, that is uh, sorry, but it, totally accepting that we would have seen like many images of it, yes. you know, directly from the show. Like <laughs> Basing what you think is going to happen in the episode on fan art of characters kissing is such an unforced error, my friend. I... Like... <laughs> I refuse to accept the blame for this. <laughs> Absolutely and positively not taking the heat for this. No, no, you're led. you're wrong here. Um, so Watts owns Cinder and, uh, convinces her not to just kill him, unfortunately. I do. Yeah, so I I, I like this, I like this interaction a huge amount because, like, uh, Watts forgets he is meant to be voicing a character that isn't Vegeta and just does, like, a full Vegeta monologue. It's really good. (laughs) And, like, that, the voice really comes in and it just, it, you know, and, like, I guess we've talked before. Autumn in particular has talked before about how sometimes this character, this show feels like it's characters just talking at each other. But when those characters are just like talking in extremely flowery language about their ideologies, that's good, actually. That's good. Yeah, writing. that shit owns. <laughs> I do appreciate the pennies just like virus and not full on mind controlled. We get confirmation of that. Yeah, mm, yeah. I yeah. like to, I liked the clarity we got around that. Um, and yeah, like I really liked, I really liked like him just kind of like, laying it all out like how he felt because it just was like ah these two characters hate each other and then it's but they're gonna they have some mutual interest and so they're gonna like figure it out and that's like good character drama and then it's also very funny because 
Like, we leave that scene, and then we come back to them later when Neo is texting them, and Cinder is just, like, sitting on um, the edge of the roof, and Watts is adjusting his collar, and they look like they've just fucked, and it doesn't... <laughs> that's not what happened there, but, like, they both just look kind of, like... Ah, oh, that was really intense, and now I don't want to talk. The, <laughs> it's weird. The, it's got a weird vibe to it. The thing, so I read that scene more as like Cinder to me feels like she's between the two generations of like characters. Like you get all your leads who are like mm. teens, yes. and you have all the adult ass adults. And Watts yeah. is like trying to treat Cinder as an adult, and she is acting like one of the kids, and she just has yeah. to come to grips with like if you're gonna be the antagonist of the show, you gotta like step it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, I think that, that was really the other thing, like. That. I really liked the I really liked the whole you know uh, the scene, but I also do, do have in my notes, man, nobody in this show can ever just kill anyone else <laughs> because like <laughs> I mean, she- Ironwood can do it once. the the and- shot The shot of um, Cinder kind of like getting dispirited and going and sitting on the roof is really good. And the only thing that would make it better is if she had just dropped Watts off a building. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, I was, I was going to say it would make it better if she broke into song. Where's my Ruby <laughs> musical episode? Can you imagine if in episode 10 of season 8, they pivoted to making Ruby a musical? It would be the best show ever. If, if like, if the sort of the vibe of seasons two and three had carried on for longer and we hadn't got the hard cut to season four, I genuinely think that might have happened by now. You know? Yeah. We might have had a musical episode by now. Yeah. No, I think you're totally right. There's, look, at some point we're going to get a musical episode and it's going to be like a Tom Bombadil riff on their way to another objective. Hmm. <laughs> also... Also, Cause it's going to become a travel show again soon. It is. It is. We're getting close. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm just... Yeah. All I'm going to say is that Cinder's Grim Hand is hot. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I had to say about that. I've kind of forgot. The show, thank you for reminding me, TV show. That's all. Because she chokes someone for two seconds? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do like that Watts is like, you can't just threaten me like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Especially since she's holding him over a pit just like Ironwood did last season. I, th- I think I think the implication there is actually that, or what I got from it anyway, is that he, like, you know, him, he's saying, I'm one of the villains, you can't threaten me like you threatened the other people. Right, not oh. like other people threaten me. <laughs> oh, because I thought like Ironwood and Salem both threaten him, so he's like everyone threatens me. <laughs> Does Salem threaten him? I thought he was like pretty. Salem on... threatens everyone. Her presence is a threat. Right, but anyway, anyway, uh, uh, I was I was gonna say that um, the whole you know nuclear explosion thing at the beginning is kind of like you know. Like you say, it sort of calls to mind the whole Call of Duty thing. However, I do think Neo skipping through the ashes afterwards is very good. It's so good. It's also, great. I know that we have to get the nuke back to Ironwood so we can, like, like you know, that's like a, a device for the rest of the plot of this season. But it's like astonishingly poor discipline to be like, right, we're going to go nuke this giant whale. <laughs> the whale explodes on its own, and you're like, boss will probably be happy with that. <laughs> We'll tell him in person. Dude, he's gonna be so mad. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
Like somebody, some like you go to detonate a nuke somewhere. Somebody else does it first, and you're like, things are in order. Uh, Winter's really bad at being a cop. Is the thing? Yeah, uh, right. Harriet's yeah, much better. Harriet at doubling it down on being a cop. Fantastic. Love it. Love to see it. <laughs> the, there's a moment where. Um, the whale blows up, and Winter is just like, well, I guess we'll just take the nuke home. Uh, and she has this relieved look on her face, and I said to Nora, she's like, every day that Winter doesn't have to make a choice, she counts it as a victory. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> every, every time a, a choice is made for her, and she doesn't have to think about what she wants, that's great for her. She loves that. Um... What else in this episode? Uh, do we have any thoughts about Mercury stuff? I don't really, because it's kind of just a continuation of what we already saw last week. M- Mercury isn't in the show right now, right? Uh, Emerald, Emerald, sorry. Emerald. I He's in the OP. Is that <laughs> what you were thinking of? He's still cool. <laughs> you had, yeah, because yeah. you had Quite said, like last week. <laughs> you had commented before. on him being in the OP, and I just uh, okay. mixed up him and Emerald's names. That's Remember all. the Joker? Yeah, I do. They took the Joker out. They sent him to the next uh, arc. <laughs> Man, what if? What if though? Like, what if he <laughs> becomes fully Jokerified in the next arc? I was. Um, I guess here was my thought about this, which was that, like, on the one hand, I'm like, "Yay, Emerald Redemption arc," and on the other hand, I'm like, "Jesus fucking Christ, did we have to add another <laughs> member to the party? Absolutely. Is this fucking Suikoden?" <laughs> yes. We need more characters because we need every character in the show to to be likable. They're gonna end up doing the big Infinity War shot where they're all charging at Thanos and Thanos is Salem. And Thanos is Salem. The gods show back up and they're like, "Okay, she can be killed now, but you have to do it." <laughs> um, I don't know. I think there's a not insignificant chance Emerald like. Slink, like sneaks away at the end of this, you know. Season. Maybe she seems yeah. pretty invested in uh, Cinder, though. Right, exactly. Yeah, but I... C- Cinder is Cinder's redemption arc isn't coming until like the last two episodes of the show. So <laughs> Cinder needs to just fuck off with her two girlfriends and be her own little mini tyrant out out somewhere else. Yeah. That was another thing about the Cinder and Watts scene is that I joked that season nine is going to have Cinder just going to therapy. (laughs) Which, Cinder going to therapy with Neo and Emerald would be pretty funny. That's not going to happen, but it would be ideal. You're you're correct. That isn't going to happen. We also need to talk about the cop-out of... uh, Ozpin actually was the one who got beat up, not Oscar. Despite the fact that Oscar is the one who is talking in every scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also it's like... Yeah, I don't know. I mean... The thing about getting, getting like... The thing about getting tortured is that your body still hurts from it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, Ozpin Os- is going to take the physical sensations of specific parts of the body away. So that he yeah. can feel the pain. I just think it's a cop-out. If you had six episodes of child torture, the child has to be tortured. <laughs> it's like Chekhov's gun. <laughs> Chekhov's child torture. Yes. But, but also then, like, that that's also another thing that happens in this scene, right? Is that Ozpin has sort of, like, 
he's he's managed to he's managed to sneak one past everyone. He's like, oh well, actually, he did help us. You know, mm-hmm. he's maybe maybe he's a good guy. When obviously, you know, we, we we're still very suspicious of him. I want to know how that cane works. I'm unclear on how that cane works. Well, you you walk with it, and when you tap the ground, it absorbs the kinetic energy of that, and yeah. then it builds up over the years. And so when when Oscar keeps it strapped to his back, he's not putting any energy into it. Yes. Okay. Because he's not. Osborn also Osborn also hit people with it, right? Yes, yes, that's also true. This is so. The but, thing here, but the more Ozpin detail is the walking around. Right, the, yeah, yeah. The thing here is that they introduced Farrakhemi to the show, and they don't have, like, the sort of Brandon Sanderson, like, I'm gonna fucking explain this shit to you sort of ethos to Ruby, which is fine, but it just, like, flipped a little switch in my brain that drove me nuts. <laughs> they don't... I mean, magic is magic. There's no... I know, I know. I know. But they just introduced magic that is very similar to a magic that I care way too magic much about. Magic is mostly lasers <laughs> in Ruby. Let's be I know, I know. <laughs> That's fine. It doesn't need to be explained. It just bothered me. <laughs> um, anything else in this episode that we need to... Ruby, Blake, Nora, they weren't really in this episode a ton. They were, but not like... Yeah, no, not really. Uh, uh, this episode reminded me that Penny is still in the Shni family manor. I, I had f- completely forgotten where she was, like, physically. I thought I thought she'd, like, wandered off or something, but no, she was... I kind of did, too. I thought that... Um, I thought that uh, he, Ironwood was going to somehow put Grimm inside the Schnee Dust Company ships. Oh my god. Yeah, I thought I heard, yeah, like, when May is uh, on the, the radio, I thought that was the sound of, like, you know, Grimm coming with the ships, but... Because she says they're not alone or something? Yeah. So here's the thing that this episode, like, was weird about this episode for me. Was that for some reason, Ironwood looking Winter in the eye and feeling like, ah, we should simply leverage the lives of their friends against them, and then they'll then they'll do what we want. That felt like an escalation to me, but him shooting down refugee ships, or ships that were not yet loaded with refugees, that felt like, oh yeah, that's really in line with his character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know why, but that, like, I... <laughs> There's, like, a weird, like, scale to Ironwood being Ironwood. I mean, like, the thing about this is that the next step is that he uses Winter. Yeah. To get Weiss. Yeah. Like, that's definitely where they're going. There's, like, a... There's a really weird vibe to, like, the him breaking a table scene, too, that, like... I don't know. They've got, like, kind of a father-daughter thing going on, and there's just weird vibes. I don't think it's bad, like... I think it's purposefully weird vibes, you know, um, but mm. there's vibes. There are vibes. I'm just here to remark upon the existence of vibes. Okay. <laughs> That's my role on the podcast. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't know, I guess we were talking about this a little bit before the, uh, before the podcast, but just like the general trajectory of Ironwood's character, I guess, is that, I don't know. I think just in, in terms of like, you know, on the subject of escalations, I guess I just I just quite like the aesthetic of Ironwood going. Well, 
Fuck it. All my other plans have failed. <laughs> Time to threaten to nuke this city of people so that yeah. Penny will... Pe- now, surely now Penny will help me. <laughs> I mean, the whole point with him breaking the table is he's also breaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, yes. So <laughs> it makes sense that he's like, okay, well, I'm done thinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, also... I, I, yeah, I genuinely like that for this. Like, I think it's good. I kind of appreciate the show putting something on the table that it's not going to do. Like, they're not going to nuke this town. (laughs) Ruby is not going to be the show where a town of refugees gets nuked. But I really like that they put it on the table because I think it's going to make the next few episodes really good. I mean, what if what if Salem just does it for him? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like the second season OP has a line about maybe it's red like roses. Maybe it's the blood of the innocents that died when you couldn't save them. And that hasn't actually happened. This show Penny hasn't died. really had. <clears throat> this show hasn't really had like an atrocity happen in it, right? Like Except there was the, the fall of Beacon, kind of right. Which, but which like happens off camera, basically. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly, like the, you know, the main characters see Beacon go from their school to on fire, and the people aren't there, and you know, Yang gets her arm cut off. That's the atrocity, right? Yang gets her arm cut off, and uh, a paradise, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Pura dies. <laughs> I, but 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 I but, of... but you know, there, there's a, there's a, at least one, perhaps more layers between that and nuking a town of refugees. <laughs> I don't think that this is a show where they're gonna have. I don't think this is a show where they're going to nuke a town. But I like yes. that that threat is on. No, the, for sure. They for put sure. the gun on the table. Like maybe we're gonna fucking nuke a town. I don't know. I. I I appreciate them going there at least. Yeah, I, I agree. That's 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 cool. Yeah, I think they could nuke the town and then at the end of the series bring everyone back to life with the, the relics. The, that's not what. <laughs> could like, be. I think this Ruby is... can be anything. Ruby, yeah, Ruby no could, could be, be a anything. good show. Is the thing. I don't it could think be this good. show. Could, I don't think Ruby could be Dragon Ball. I don't think they're gonna summon Shenron and like be like, I want you to bring back everybody. They who literally and have. They, yeah, they, that a big gold yeah. dragon is gonna show up and change the world they, for them. They absolutely are gonna summon Shenron and wish <laughs> that humanity not be damned. Couldn't like, they just, that is they going just to wish, happen. Uh, Salem's like husband back or whatever and end this whole thing immediately at that point I mean he is back yeah, yeah. Oz- endlessly Oz- oh right 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 <laughs> Wait, what, then why is she mad at the gods still because they made her immortal but she could just get with her immortal husband <laughs> she they was hate, she was but then like the nature of their immortality was different and she was unsatisfied with that I think I something... think her reaction's a little extreme then, because I was like, right, I missed the part where that's Ozpin, uh, forgotten it in the mess of Ruby lore. <laughs> so wait, so hang on, so I mean, obviously we're no, like, no, <laughs> we're just going to need to watch that episode again. But didn't wasn't it a while before he came back, and it, she'd yes. waged war against the gods there's, already by then? There's also the part where she wants to rule everything and he doesn't, and they have ideological differences. Yes. So I don't uh, think that Salem... I don't think that means they have to break up. <laughs> well, their their magic wizard duel killed their four daughters. Eh. They're immortal. Have more daughters. <laughs> so, Ozpin dies. He goes by Ozma back then. I don't know why he's decided, I'm going to stick with Ozpin now, but whatever. Ozpin dies, 
she goes and wishes him back, but then gets cursed with immortality, and also he doesn't come back for a while. She she goes to one of them, and he says no. She goes yes, to the other that one part and I says, remember. your brother said no. And so turn them against each other. Yes. So then... And then they were like, actually, because you fucked with us like this, one, we're going to kill all humans except you. Two, we're going to make you immortal. And three, we're gone. Yeah. Why? We and should then, just go... They should just kill the gods. Fuck bringing people back. Yeah. Well, bring them back and then kill the gods. Yeah. Maybe the other direction. You probably want to kill the gods, then bring everyone back who died trying to kill the gods. <laughs> but then who brings them back? The few people who are left when you succeed. Do they become gods? I assume they f- can find the power to do this that is not just tied to the gods. I guess if you well, have... I think that's the, uh, <laughs> if you have the relics, you could probably create life. Uh, Dude, what are the relics? I don't even remember anymore. Creation, destruction, knowledge, and choice. Okay, but what are they? A staff. Well, well, one of them has a gym. A sword. <laughs> who made them? They are... They talk about this in the show. The I gods know, made I can't them. Remember. When, when, the when they founded, of those when they founded Hogwarts, magic. they created one thing for each house. I'm gonna knock your fucking lights out. <laughs> <laughs> that, like they are just the physical manifestation of the power of gods, right? Like okay. I, I think if you kill the but, gods, they might stop working. <laughs> but also the traits of humans. Creation, yes. destruction, knowledge, and choice are what make. Yeah. It human I don't right. think Ruby's above just redefining this whenever they want because they've done it before. No, that is also <laughs> true. They've done that like eight times. <laughs> um, no, I just for some reason I thought that Ozpin and Salem had created the relics. That's all. That's no, where that's... they created the other four things of interest, which are the maidens. Yes. <laughs> you fucking. can't. You can't. You cannot. Because because they are the last. They're the last remaining magic people, and so their kids gave everyone semblances, or... Yes. Semblances aren't magic. What? No, but they're, 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 they're the semblance of, they're the semblance semblances of magic. Semblances are not magic. They're, 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 they're the semblance of magic. No, they specifically say that semblances aren't magic. <laughs> because what? Because Raven and Crow transforming into birds is like actual magic in a way that semblances are not. Yes. Semblances right. are born of aura, which is not magic. That's your soul. I believe you. <laughs> okay, I believe you. <laughs> I can't believe it took one podcast to go back to thinking Ruby's the dumbest shit on earth. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's, that's how it goes. A podcast of, about an episode that we all liked, I think. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Speaking of ways in which this show is the dumbest show ever, that 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 fucking black feathered bird was just crow. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Put Raven in the show. I, okay, I'm still confused about this because how is he already on the other side of the room? Like, he flew, bird, fast. <laughs> I'm so. I'm still. I. I don't. I don't buy it, but I accept it. <laughs> I think they were both in that room as birds. That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm we at. we only we only saw one of them, but they were both there. <laughs> No, I think we saw. I think we saw Raven last time, and I think we saw Crow this time because I. <laughs> Why wouldn't Raven have been in that shot where we saw Crow? I, I love how this this fucking this fucking shot choice that lasts like probably less than two seconds has completely derailed like upwards of ten minutes of this podcast across two episodes. It's their third triplet. <laughs> <laughs> the other quagmire. 
the the triplets from series of unfortunate events. Maybe they're not called the Quagmires. I forget what their name is. It's a Q name. Okay. Speaking of this show being dumb as hell, do we want to do Who's Who Be? I'm going to shut up sure. this time. I'm going to shut up this time. I'm not going to fucking participate. <laughs> Go for it. You have ten questions. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Did this character make their first appearance before the end of season three? Yes. Is, I said is I'm it, not participating. I'm not doing this. I don't want to get yelled at again. <laughs> is this character human? Yes. Is this character male? No. Alright. The other one is fight scenes, isn't it? <laughs> I wanted to just say, is it Glenda Goodwitch? But I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Nora's not reacting to it. Yeah, if you say anything, I'm never forgiving you. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also like how you managed to uh, externalize last week's experience as me yelling at you. That isn't what happened. <laughs> you were yelling at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did yell at you a little bit. A little bit. I don't like you were like you were like you were like threatening me. I, okay, that all of that's true. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so did this? Did, does this character participate in uh, fights? Yes. All right. This is exactly where we were at last time. <laughs> so no, there was one more question you asked first. Do we split into heroes and villains first? Uh, uh, you asked about Faunus. We, uh, we wait. already asked. Is this yeah, we did, right? Yeah, we already asked. Yeah. yeah. You said yes, this character is human. No, this character isn't. This character is a human woman from before season three who was in a fight scene. Yeah. Before season four. But yeah. yeah, before season four. Yeah, I guess we could ask about villains. That's probably like the easiest one to help narrow it down at this point. Is I this forgot character... about that question last time. I should have remembered this... that question. We asked it. Is this character a villain? No. So this okay, leaves this so leaves eight hundred students. Yep. <laughs> is this character a student? No, yes. don't. God damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I moved to strike this one for the record because it's a stupid question that we didn't need to ask. Well, if you <laughs> question was asked, I'm never doing this segment again. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> All right. So, ma major fights involving students in the first three seasons. You have the fight with the the fucking Nevermore in season one. You have all of the exam fights in season three. So the tournament fights yes. in season three. Mm -hmm. uh, there's that fight. There's like fights with the White Fang in season two. Right? Uh, can I ask Curly and Emma a question? Sure. Uh, <laughs> yes, now you have <laughs> three questions. <laughs> Go ahead. Would it be a better question to ask, is this a student at Beacon? Would that help us narrow it down? Mm. Not this time, because we've already burnt that question. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, as a general I mean, it definitely would help in that, like, it removes a lot of, like... You know, then we're dealing with like people who don't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of wonder though, because also like 
I don't know, my uh, my knowledge of which academy the various... I mean, I don't know. The I season mean, three like, students they are I fit pretty comfortably into Beacon, not Beacon, I guess. Yeah, so. that's what I, that's what my thinking was. Because I don't think asking is this character a student at Atlas would help at all. But is I this think character from Vacuo. <laughs> <laughs> Point at Vacuo I mean, on a map. <laughs> it's just like it's it's literally just like a numbers thing, right? Like you just how many of the total number of people it could be are students versus not students. I think probably the number of people who are not students is actually quite small. Yeah, but then the number of students that participate in Season 3 specifically because that fucking tournament is just a bunch of characters I never think about and don't know the names of. Right, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've been able to, like, as long as we've been able to identify the character, you know, uniquely before, we don't need their names. We just need them to be distinctive. Like, the, the fucking, you know... The like spider the girl. spider girl. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, Team Neon. I just remember there. Be. I just remember there being an all-girls team of characters I literally don't know anything about. In that Indigo, Team Indigo. Oh, there you go. I think those were fan designs from an Indiegogo. I that explains a lot because uh, they're fucking terrible. And do they fight Neptune's crew? Yes, Is that they te yes. fight Team Sin. Team Sun. Sun. It's SSSN. Yes. I don't yes. know what it is. Social security super number. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> what smart ways are there to narrow it down from here? I'm mad if I fucking business. It's what yeah, you are. Said. You, you fucking are. <laughs> um. Eleven was already guessed. I don't know what I don't know what'll help narrow this down. I feel like there's too much. So we have so, sorry, we have four or five. Five, I think. Four. Four. What name oh. the six? Is this character human? Yeah. Yes. Is this character um Pre male? First three, no. first three seasons. Pre yes, season male, three. No. Male no. Human yes. Vil human yes, fight yes, villain no. Right. Villain no. no. Oh, student, yeah, student. student yes, that's five. No, 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 no. Villain no, no, and student and makes it villain six. Villain and student makes six. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So th thanks for I have watched Nora uh, be counting it. I trust the count. Yeah. Yep. I've been using uh, my hand on the table to count the questions. I have ten it's, fingers it's six. on my I'm, I'm satisfied it's six. Uh, right. So, four questions. <sighs> student. Hmm. I mean, I feel like we have to... We have to dig into the, the you know, the tournament teams somehow. But how? <laughs> yeah, you got. If you've got any idea, go nuts. <laughs> would it Would it be helpful to ask? Is this character from season three? Well, I would just ask: Is there a character that participates in the tournament? I, that probably like really narrows it down. Or, yeah, but yeah, or it reaffirms the problem we already have, which we assume it's a character from the tournament. <laughs> uh. But I'm I wondering if there's a way that we can make this more specific, because like. Are there, uh, I'm, I'm struggling to think of like the order of events. Like, are there any characters who are introduced in the tournament? Like, the first thing we see. Is I mean, I guess we could probably ask: Is this a non-beacon participant of the tournament? That would probably narrow it down quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's ask that. that. Is this a non-beacon participant of the tournament? No. It's not a non-beacon <laughs> participant of the tournament. Right, okay. All right. So, yeah. So, it's a Beacon student from the first three seasons. Yeah. Who is not male. 
That just leaves, like, the squad, right? Like, characters that matter. Yeah. Characters that matter plus Amber, apparently. <laughs> Amber wasn't a student. Amber wasn't a student. No, fucking never mind me. <laughs> She's no, kind of the character that the whole story pivots around because that's how Cinder got her power. But, you know. I'm minding my yeah. fucking business. I'm, I'm just here. You said that three times and it hasn't <laughs> been true once. <laughs> yeah, Amber. I don't think Amber counts as a student participating in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> We had Amber last week anyway, so... Alright. I, I didn't know her name then, so... <laughs> uh, right. Hmm. But, okay, so, if it just leaves the people from Beacon, that's just, like, the the main four and, like, Nora and Pure, right? There's no one else. Uh... Other Beacon students? Team Funky. Uh, no, Funky's from Atlas. Oh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone. Funky's if there's anyone who. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, um, they're they're troops in the previous episode. Uh, um, so, it, is there anyone who felt who's like falls outside of our net? You know, are there any students who don't who we meet from outside Beacon who don't participate in the tournament? I guess not, right? I mean, Nora emphasized non-Beacon, so we're talking about tournament participants who are not who are Beacon, and that's literally six characters. It's not true. Then I don't know who it is, because I don't remember there being other participants. Be beacon students. We have upperclassmen. Yeah. Are they named? Team Coffee? They it have could be team, team Coffee. There's Team Coffee, and they have other peers at the school. Yeah. Wait. Team Coffee isn't... Oh, team no. Team Coffee is Beacon. They're upperclassmen. Oh, yeah, that's right. They get reassigned afterward. Damn. Damn, okay. So it could be Team Coffee. So it could be Coco. Could be. Team Coco? Who's that? No, Coco is no, no. the leader. Coco is the... Oh, okay. I was like, wait, I thought Coco was in coffee. What the fuck? Coco should always be in coffee. That's not true. <sighs> and it could be... It could be the... Uh, the fucking... The bunny, the bunny girl photographer, right? Human. No bunny girls. Velvet. Oh, yeah. Velvet. Human. You're correct. Violet? Yeah. Velvet? Velvet. 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 It's Velvet. Velveteen. Yeah. Remember, coffee is spelled Kafifi. <laughs> it is. It actually is. CVFY. I hate this. Um, I, I think we're at the point now where we should just, like, eliminate Coco or not, right? Because that's, like, the only character that came up that we can think of. Is it Coco? Uh, no. Coffee. Two questions. Ah! I, wasn't, I wasn't opening to do that on him. That's fucking rude. <laughs> I don't think it's, this is as charming as you think it is. Autumn has asked as many questions as either of us now. Despite, despite, oh, despite proclaiming up front to not be participating, we can't even we can't even mute them because they're on Nora's mic. Yeah, I know. Uh, I literally don't know who this could be other than the main six. Now, I, I mean, I, I just don't remember the first three seasons that well. So the the, the other thing is, I guess that the the net like. The main six is so big that our odds are not great. Yeah. <laughs> if we, if, 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 even if we split them into two, we're now like one in three of this. We have three questions? Two questions? How many questions? Two questions. Two questions. I don't Thanks. know how we can narrow this down into questions. Like... Mm, yeah, no, I, I don't know how you split this in a way that like tells us who this is. 
Are there any? Okay, so wait. So so we got we got six, right? We got Nora, Pira, and the main four. Yeah. Assuming assuming like, it's not some random person we haven't thought of, but yes, let's go with it. It's probably the main six. And, and also Velvet. Velvet is not a Velvet. rabbit. Velvet is a rabbit and not a human. Wow, racist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm I'm simply taking the show at its word. Well, what do you want from me? I forgot that y'all had asked about Fox. Yeah. Oh, also, I guess that means yeah. it can't be Blake. So five. Okay, that's that's better. Okay, so Nora. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a a way that we can split this into two in a way that. The thing well, is, the thing is, even if we ask if it, even if we ask if it's Juniper and get a yes, that doesn't tell us whether it's Nora and Pira. And we have yeah, to like yes. get the answer yeah. right on question ten, so that's fifty fifty. Yang Ruby. Feeling a little bad now. Yeah, you fucking should. <laughs> uh Does this character Does this character have a Y in their first name? Yes. Ooh, okay. So we got Perry Yang and Ruby are on the, okay. on, the on the list. But now we now we literally have a third chain. Like there, I, there's we have to guess. Yeah. We have to guess. All we have is guess. I was I was I was hoping for no, so it would be Nora and Weiss, but alas. Uh, right. So now the question is, <laughs> now now it's like a it's like a mind game thing. Like, do we think Nora picked Ruby because we failed so terribly last last week, and then we're nearly gonna fail this week? Um. Yeah, I, I'm willing to go with it if you want. I mean, uh, is it Ruby Rose? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eat shit, Autumn. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I know who the imposter is. <laughs> Let's never play this again. <laughs> we either have to like actually play it or we have to never play it again. I don't care which it is, but Autumn has to make that decision. <laughs> because I, I don't like trying for this and then having it scuttled randomly. It's not fun. Okay. I will I will like actually shut the fuck up in the future. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. M, where can people find you online? You can find me online uh, on Twitter at em underscore being. You can find all my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. There's a lot of them. Just listen to any of them. Curly. Should you, after all that, desire to find me online, you can find me online at twitter.com slash curl underscore underscore brace or twitch.tv slash curl ebrace with no underscores. Uh, I have another podcast with Nora where we talk about Ma Mega Man. On uh, exportord.io slash brushjet radio? Question mark? I think. I ask every no, week. No question mark. Okay, okay yeah, that, that is true. Uh, I, I, let me double check. It might be. We did this last week. We did this we last, did this last week. week. Yeah, Just listen, to, listen to this part of last week's podcast if you want the, yeah. <laughs> if you want the URL for the. Uh, skip to where the Grusis theme ends in last week's episode. I should, <laughs> I should add. Because I've got a little thread on my pinned tweet. I should add just, like, the list of URLs that people can go to to that thread. Yeah. Uh, equally, you can just go to twitter.com slash rushitradio, and we've got links to our episodes there. That's, that's Autumn. It. You find me online at 
Twitter, um, terminal underscore coffee. Uh, people should watch Cozy Cave on Curly's Twitch channel. That's it? That's it. That's all I got. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I do at NoraBlake.online. Uh, the second best game club is my game club podcast. We just did Radical Dreamers. We're going to do Disco Elysium next week. Next month, I mean. Yeah. Uh, also, listen to The War on Our Stars. It's the Star Wars Expanding Universe podcast. It's really I'm good. I'm so fucking hyped about that. I'm, I'm going to be on there soon. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> it's called The Back to War. Because we're going way. back to war. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it Rubio, everybody. Keep it Rubio. Keep it Rubio. Prepare for your greatest moments, prepare for your finest hour The dream that you've always dreamed is